welcome to Dunking Biscuits, providing etiquette for modern times. My name is Emma, and with me I have Grace. Hello. How are we? I mean, so good. We only saw each other like yeah. three hours ago. Three hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so so how's your day been? Um, you would know because you've been there for the yeah. majority of it. So <laughs> it's been oh, so good. It's been, great. <laughs> been yeah. wonderful, really. <laughs> no, no complaints. <laughs> Love that. Um, do you have a good news story for us? I do. Today we are travelling to northwest Queensland, courtesy of the ABC, where Joyce Price celebrates her 100 years and shares her secrets to a long life. Go on, So on June 22nd, she received the Queen's letter congratulating her on her centenary birthday, Mm -hmm. but the recognition was neither here nor there for the country monarch. (laughs) Yeah, I got the letters. I suppose I was supposed to be excited. She laughed. Um, Joyce has spent nearly 80 years teaching and farming along the red dirt of Huendon in rural, rural. I always struggle saying that word, mm-hmm. Queensland, mm-hmm. and surrounded by four generations of family and friends at her birthday celebration on the weekend. She said she was pretty happy with her lot, um, quoting, I've had a pretty good life, I can't complain. Now, when I was first reading this story, I got very excited when I got to this bit, born in Maryborough, which is near where I'm from. Yeah. Then I realized there's a Maryborough in Queensland. So, um, different one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Joyce moved to Hewenden in 1945, um, when her parents inherited her grandfather's saddlery business. And it wasn't long after that, that she met her husband, uh, George Price. They went on to have four kids. And then um, after several years of running sheep, they uh, began cattle farming in 1988. Good year. And then um, it goes on to talk about her life. So um, unfortunately, her husband lost his battle with cancer uh, not long after they started cattle farming. And she's also since lost three of her four children with Imelda, her only surviving child, which is her her daughter she had three sons and one daughter um despite that she has since welcomed eight great eight grandchildren and 21 great grandchildren um and the final part of the story is talking about her life secrets so as she celebrated over the weekend mrs price was asked what was the key to a long and full life with a sarcastic grin she swore the secret of being behaving herself (laughs) then her daughter went on to say that her mother's love of treating herself has been vital to the survival and the harsh and unforgiving outback and Joyce went on to finish sugar, salt, and scotch, she said with a smile. <laughs> the three S's. And that's it. Yep. So, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Happy 100th birthday, Joyce. Oh, to be fair, she looks pretty good for 100. I'll take a screenshot and add to our Wednesday posting. Cool. Yeah. Uh, it's one of those things where I think it'd be amazing to live to 100, but like you said, some people look really good at 100 and some you kind of like, okay, like yeah you've had, a, you've had a good run I, yeah i'd be conflicted about it because like one thing like oh my god what a huge achievement mm. love this for you but then the other thing is like she's seen three of her four children die mm-hmm. she's had to live the past 33 years without her husband yeah um so like that would be tough as well to go through i think so much loss because at that age you're going to be like just getting older than the people you've grown up with and yeah. like have shared your life with so yeah. i think that element of it would be really tough yeah, definitely, definitely. But congratulations but, um, to her. Yeah, I was going to say, if you want some more insight on being a centurion, do you know the show You Can't Ask That on ABC? I've heard of it. I haven't watched many, many episodes of it. Oh, I love the show. I think it's, like, such a good concept. They have an episode on centurions anyway. And it starts off really lighthearted, but then, like, it does kind of get into, like, the kind of 
darker, sadder aspects of it, of yet like outgrowing everyone. But it's a really good show. Um, it only goes like half an hour. If anyone mm-hmm. has access to ABC iView, I highly recommend. What a what a recommendation. <laughs> yeah, there you go. A recommendation and a good story in one. Congratulations, Grace. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Thriving. End of episode. <laughs> Righty, what about you though? What's your personal weekly win? Good news story. Um this week, uh, Jeff and I celebrated I think it's hang on, I can remember the number, two hundred and two thousand five hundred and fifty seven days of being together, which is seven years. So <laughs> yeah. um I'd like to make it more interesting by putting it by days. But Do you include uh, leap years? I actually just go and Google and I type in the dates and it does it for me, so oh, I don't have to do the nice. math. I realise yeah, as cool. a math educator that's probably lazy, but I just don't want to make <laughs> the mistake. Um, Fair enough. And little backstory, just because it's entertaining. I think when yeah. you are with like with someone and not forever, like when you first with someone, you kind of do more exciting things. And I guess as time goes on, you may or may not do as exciting things. So our first anniversary, we went to New Zealand. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was hard to top, I feel. Yeah. Our second one, we went had a night in the city. Our third one, we had <laughs> we had um, dinner um, at a fancy <laughs> place. Um, and ever since then, it's kind of just been dinner. And this this one, we did nothing. <laughs> I don't think nice. Jeff even said anything to me. <laughs> I did a just post like a on high social. five as you go through the hallway. I did a post on social, and then that was that's all we did. So um, there's no love lost. It's just sort of it's just an interesting concept of that although we did agree apparently um that <laughs> we will now only celebrate our marriage anniversary which i kind of yeah, like because that's the tricky thing like yeah. i feel like once you get married like you kind of do have like two anniversaries because mm. like most people don't get married on like their relationship anniversary yeah. unless it's like super lined up and like very organized i feel so i just yeah so we so yeah so it was decided but then i still like to you know acknowledge the time spent together so um yeah but yeah it just doesn't seem like it's been seven years it feels shorter but i don't know it's a weird sort of i don't know it's just time is obviously yeah because i like i suppose when i met you you were obviously with jeff but like it was very early like i don't think you guys have been together two years yet no um and so like now knowing that you've been together for seven years i'm like how long have i known you for like <laughs> it's a while um but yeah, yeah God. so um weekly win is another year um together <laughs> with jeff <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> but, yeah but it's just so funny because um i know like it just seems it's like a milestone and i think that's something to be yeah. acknowledged and celebrated but you don't have to actually do anything for it it's kind of like a weird <laughs> situation yeah like a hey proud of us well let's done go us. on with our day that's that's yeah just Woo. continue <laughs> what about yourself as we were Oh, mine is such a cliche, and I feel like I say this one every 10 weeks, but it's school holiday time. (laughs) I was actually like, don't say it's school holidays. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it is. For some of us who have to work this whole term, it was a slog. Oh my God, I was like crawling to the finish line. So we finished on the Friday, kind of just gone. Mm -hmm. And the Friday before that, I was in one of my friend's office, just like complaining, just I'm ready. Let's call it. It's holiday time. Come on, let's do it. And then I was like, but it's fine. We've got one more week. There's no point taking a day off in the last week. Like, it's just, 
Yeah. Like, you just got to grin and bear it. And then I woke up on the Monday and I was like, I cannot go to work today. <laughs> it was just, <laughs> I'm out. Can't do it. Physically and can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just like, I woke up and I was like, I'll go for a run. I always feel better when I go for a run. And like with every step, I was like, I don't want to work. 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 <laughs> and then I got home. I was like, nope, don't feel better. So yeah. to all the teachers out there who are listening, well done. That nine week term felt like at least 27 weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and just as many schools had, there's been so many disruptions with COVID and like people being away and students being away. And oh, I've done nothing since like we finished school. Like yesterday I sat on the couch pretty much the whole day. It was great. I'm currently sitting on my couch today. Um, so just really taking it easy these holidays. Yeah, I think so that's my win. That's a, a perfect win. I'm not, I don't think it's Thank an you. upsetting win. I don't mind <laughs> that you use it every couple of weeks. Um, I think it's appropriate. For sure. This week's episode is about funerals. So if this is something that is a sensitive topic for you, um, hope you enjoyed the first part of the episode, but it may be um, challenging to get through the next part. We are not so much talking about death, but obviously death is associated with funerals. So Grace, do you have any um, starting point that you'd like to begin with? I was thinking about this earlier. It has kind of nothing to do with what I was going to say, but I think like for like I'm 27, mm-hmm. I've been to a lot of funerals, like unfortunately, okay. like I was thinking about it and some people I know have been to like kind of like one or two and I like haven't sat there and counted, but I definitely reckon I'm like nearly at like double digits. Oh, really? Or like close to, which I think for a 27 year old is quite sad. Um so, but I haven't been to one in a few years, so my etiquette might be a little bit rusty. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, the first thing I wanted to touch on, I've done a little bit of research and most of my points are coming from either my anecdotes or um, countryliving.com. Mm-hmm. But the first thing is, um, what do you say to kind of like, uh, I guess I'm going to call them like the main mourners, like kind of like the close family of yeah. the um, past. Yeah. And so um, one thing they've got noted on this is what you shouldn't say so i think like avoiding like they're in a better place or yeah. oh the pain will get better over time um it's so uncomfortable there i think like the sentiment is probably fine behind it and like you're obviously saying it because you're not sure what to say but i think um and like going alongside this article something better to like talk about is like a fond memory of the person mm-hmm. or like you know what you talked about last time you saw the person um or if you can't think of anything my thoughts are with you yeah my condolences yeah like sometimes i'm, I'm very sorry more, for your I loss think. yeah yeah um so i have some um, stuff to add to this if um, yeah you don't mind so go for it um if it's someone who's like a uh if you're a family member or a close friend um, you may want to consider visiting the home and I'm not saying go there and hang out. I'm saying they go there and offer to help or um, express your sympathy. And um, this could be done in different ways. Like it could be looking after children. It could be um, providing a meal. Um, and again, should be short unless, you know, um, your offer of help is for a longer time. And um, you could be there just to lend a listening ear or um, a comfort hug or whatever you are um, best 
um, equipped for. Yeah, equipped for, and also yeah. like your, your connection to that person. Um, it's actually um, if you're not a family member or a close friend, then it's more appropriate to just offer offer your sympathies at a funeral. Like, don't turn up to the person's house. Um, yeah, and if you're not well known to the family, just re like introduce yourself again. Um, and explain how you knew the deceased and um, have a card or um, a letter to the family if that's something that you are feeling comfortable doing. So um, I will say that um, we, the last funeral I went to was um, Jeff's grand, grandmother and I had met a lot of Jeff's, that side of the family, but um, they, they knew who I was by association. They may not have actually yeah. met my, like met me with my beautiful face and <laughs> and so um I reminded people who I was rather than just being this random somewhat um yeah pregnant person that was just sitting in the front row of um <laughs> this particular um funeral service um and yeah so I think making sure you like so they don't have to feel uncomfortable more uncomfortable in the time and like like you said um I'm so sorry for your loss it's a perfectly fine simple way of saying something like you don't have to go into more detail you just say that and just let it linger you don't have to add to yeah. it don't feel don't feel like oh it's not enough just that's enough yeah I think like in some cases less is more yes exactly. especially if like yeah like you're like you knew um the person who's funeral it is but you don't, might not know their family mm-hmm. um keep it simple yes um, the next thing I kind of wanted to go along with that is um, how you can offer help to the family. Mm-hmm. So it's all well and good saying like, here if you need, or let me know if you need anything. Um, but I think like in instances like this, like people are so frazzled mm-hmm. and they've just got so many things on their mind, like they're firing at all different angles. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like giving something tangible yep. is good. So say like if it's like dropping off like some really easy to reheat meals, mm-hmm. Or um, if you know they've got children, like offering to like do the pick up and drop off for daycare or school mm-hmm. a couple of times a week. Mm-hmm. So I think like actually offering like very pointed things, so that way like it might like lighten the mental load a little bit for um, the people who are kind of like struggling the most or like we're closest or something like that. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think yeah. Yeah. Offering um, not a service, but offering a particular kind of assistance yeah yeah definitely yeah um one thing i obviously thought of straight away when we were talking about doing funerals Mm -hmm. do you still have to wear all black what are your thoughts um i think it depends on the funeral itself so um uh, i would say that the in my experience i don't know if it's the same in your experience in my experience, the younger the person, the less likely people will wear black. So, oh, yeah. um, I have been to a funeral where people wear, um, they asked to wear a certain colour. Um, I've been to a funeral where all the men wore Hawaiian short shirts because that was the person who, like, that's what they want, they, that's what they were fond of, um, sorry, that's yeah. what they were remembered by. Um, so that's what that happened there. Um, I would say if it tends to be of an older person, it tends to be more likely to be darker colours. Um, obviously black is 
um, the main choice, I would say. Um, and I think, yeah, I think it just depends on the person itself, themselves and also maybe possibly how, how they passed anyway. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's the be-all, end-all. I think it depends on um, what the person wanted, if they were able to say that, and um, maybe the type of service that's being given at their funeral. Yeah. I think I agree with that. Like, I definitely have never, like, been to a funeral where it's kind of, like, wear this certain colour mm-hmm. or, um, like, kind of, like, yeah, a certain, like, dress code, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, a few years ago at the school I worked at, we had a student pass away unexpectedly and um, this student always wore yellow. And so that was part of the um, kind of – they had, like, a memorial service for, like – um, our school in her primary school because she was only in year seven mm-hmm. and so like everyone was, there, was like wear a splash of yellow if you can like mm-hmm. whether it's like a t-shirt like a ribbon in your hair or something like that yeah um but like I definitely think I think it's just kind of like ingrained in me like if I think of funeral I definitely think of like blacks grays like dark purples navy blues like mm-hmm. they're like the color palette that I would be working with and I yeah I don't think I've ever been to a funeral where I haven't worn something along that line yeah um, I don't think it's essential. I think that's the main yeah. thing. Um, you... I think there's definitely, like, rules, like... Yeah. Probably not going to wear, like, skinny jeans that have, like, a hole in the knee. Yes. I would also say conservative yeah. clothing and, like, good grooming would probably be another way of wording. Like, you you don't want to look scrappy. You should be wearing something that's probably more on the formal side. Um, unless the person um, wants to celebrate some, their passion in their lives and us to be wearing certain colors or certain football clothes I don't know like just depending on what the person wanted or the wishes of the family um but I think you need to make sure that you're wearing more formal clothes like I don't expect you to wear um a tie but if I would assume that um gender stereotypes men would wear um a button shirt and, yeah, I agree with that. Um, yeah. yeah, you shouldn't. I wouldn't say shorts. I wouldn't say, you know, thongs or sandals. I would say, like, you know, you need to be more formal, more, lean towards the formal side of things, unless otherwise told, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yep, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, my next thought mm-hmm. is what do you think about uh, kids at funerals? Okay. I have thoughts on this and okay I'm only, hear your thoughts first only because I found it very uncomfortable in the situation I was in so again yep. um, referring back to the, the most recent funerals at um, it was Jeff's um, family side um, the so one of the cousins so one of Jeff's cousins has um, two kids and they sat directly behind us. So um, Jeff's mum was in the first row and they were in the second row behind us. Um, in the family order, they just did it in birth order. So that's how yep. they figured that out. And um, weirdly, we are sitting there and I could hear the iPad that the kid was playing on oh. behind me volume Yeah. as they were doing <clears throat> the service. For Ooh, that hurts this me. child's grandmother. 
Oh, great-grandmother, sorry. Yeah. So, thoughts I have. If you cannot have a sitter, like, I know that they were from Queensland, so it's not like they could have left, they were the young kids, they have to come. And I understand, obviously, getting kids entertained in a silent environment is unbelievably difficult. Like, yeah, it's not an easy task. So I had this thought where, like, I thought it was a bit weird that they had the iPad there and they were playing it. Why wasn't it on silent? Like, yeah. the whole point was to make sure that they were entertained and quiet. Why was there some volume on? So... If that was the case, should they put headphones in? I just, I don't know. I just don't know what, yeah. what the... I was just going like, to ask, because you can get, like, special, like, kid headphones that have, like, volume limits. Yeah. So, like, if the, like, if the kid's already going to be playing with the iPad, is it much worse to then get them to listen to something and, like, have headphones on? I don't think so. Yeah, because I think if not, you've already taken that first step, the second step well, is not, just a short not, little one behind. They're not listening. They're not paying attention to yeah. it. Um, so, that was really hard, because I was sitting... Um, next to Jeff and um, his family and I could hear and I'm like yeah you know it's Jeff's mum's mother like I was just I was was just like this is so hard because I understand why they've done it because they had to come there there was no one who's going to be able to look after them Um, they're quite young so I guess my main point or my point would be if, if it was possible for your child or children not to come because of the um, respectfulness that you need to show. Yeah. I would arrange that. But if it's someone in their, like, you know, if it's their grandmother, a great-grandmother, I can understand why parents and, like, even maybe her mum said, I want the kids to be there because it's her mother. Yeah. I just, yeah, I just think you just need to think of, you know, what benefits or what respect you're going to be able to show while having the kids there. Yeah, so. I was kind of thinking along the same lines. Obviously, I don't have kids, but yeah. I have been at funerals where kids have been there. And I don't know if this is me being, like, kind of, like, ignorant to a concept or anything like that, but mm-hmm. I think, like, obviously if they're, like, boob-dependent... Yes. Then, okay, they have to come. Yeah. Um, That's, yeah, like, I feel like that's, like, a non-negotiable. Yeah. Um, I think, like, if that's the case prior to the funeral, maybe take a second to, like, chat to, like, the funeral director and be like this thing could go off at any minute. Mm-hmm. Um, is there somewhere I could go if that does happen, if, like, mm-hmm. the baby starts to get fussy or something? Mm-hmm. Um, but then I think... Um, I think, like, if the kid has kind of, like, no concept of, like, what death might be or they're not really sure what's going on, mm-hmm. um, then I think that would be the instance where I would look towards, like, more of, like, a babysitter, mm-hmm. put them in care for the day yep. or something like that, and then maybe, like when like I feel ready have a chat to them about like you know why aren't we seeing grandpa around anymore mm-hmm. or something like that yeah. um and I think as well like if they can't sit there and like kind of like read the room and know like okay this is the time that Johnny has to be quiet mm-hmm. then like rather than like resorting to the iPad or something like that then yeah like once again like take those steps like put them in care get a babysitter do whatever you need because like I think like it's tough the first you know yeah it's super tough like it's mm-hmm. such a hard line and it's very all well and good for me to say these things right now while I don't have kids. Mm. Um, to be like, oh, it's just easy. Put them in care. Yeah. Um, I could be very wrong. Because, like, I went to my first funeral, I think I was around, like, six and a half. Mm-hmm. So, like, very, very young. But, like, I, I knew what was happening. Yeah. Like, I understood what was going on and stuff like that. So, I think, like, kind of from that age onwards, like, 
kids could be able to read the room but like as opposed to someone who's like maybe three or four years old Mm. where they're like cognizant enough they can like run around and talk and do things Mm -hmm. but they don't really know kind of like big life things just yet yeah it's kind of interesting because if you know touch wood something happened to some of my family members right now I would yeah I would definitely take both my children so like that's the thing I'm thinking like yes I would definitely take them because I think it's important to like you know show that that person was important in in their lives and it's it's very it's and I think it's hard I think also people up to a certain age obviously of the child are forgiving of sounds and noises and misunderstandings and I think that for example if we had to go to Jeff's um, grandmother's funeral this week as opposed to the years ago it was um, I would make sure that I was near the aisle. So if like Mackenzie was making a bit of noise, I could take her away. Yeah. If needed, if it got to that point. Um, so I, I, yeah, I just, it's very, I just think it's, there's no exact answer. It's my, I think my main point that yeah. I want to get across, but also I think if you're trying to, um, have your child silent, you shouldn't have something that's loud yes i definitely agree with that yeah (laughs) i think that's that's the other point i want to make so yeah yeah that's my kid funeral (laughs) etiquette (laughs) long wind yeah like it's a tough line yeah definitely to draw can i just add on like attending funerals in general so um it is appropriate to for the deceased family, friends, and co-workers and acquaintances to attend the funeral. That's a given. Yeah. Um, your presence will mean a lot to the family and they'll remember you were there. If it's for some reason you're unable to attend, you can send a sympathy card and saying why you couldn't be there and still thinking of them. Um, yeah, for sure. So um, this is reasons why you should not attend a funeral. Um, if you if it has been communicated that the funeral is private and the immediate family has not invited you, so for sure, generally um, funerals can they they can be ads and paper or like can like they're put out there so if people knew that person they can come, um, yeah, give their um, respect. But if it's not in the paper, it's that's sort of like an indication that it's going to be a private affair. Yeah, so like that. when my grandpa passed away, he had a notice in the paper. But then there was like a caveat being like a private ceremony will be held, mm-hmm. um, meaning like don't come. Yeah. If you're not invited, yeah. yeah exactly. Um, the second one, for some reason um, your presence may cause immediate family further distress. Read Ooh. into that what you want. Um, and then you have been specifically asked not to attend, even if you believe reasoning behind the request is not justified. I think it's one of those yeah. moments where – just do what the family asks that's for sure just the right thing to do yeah and if you really feel compelled um you can um send a card and if you really want to give your respects um later on i would say that you can wait until um they are in their resting place or have their plaque and you can visit them later on yeah this is another way of showing your respect to the person yeah, I agree with that. And, like, alongside that, attending funerals, I think, like, obviously a lot of the ones that I've been to have been kind of, like, family-oriented. Mm-hmm. And so I might go to a funeral and see family that I haven't seen in a very long time, mm-hmm. um, which is, like, 
probably a kind of nicer aspect to what is normally a very sad occasion. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing when I was reading about in this article, it was like, because you know when you go to a wedding, you post heaps of photos. Well, we had a blast, catching up with family. Yeah. Funerals are not that vibe. It's no. not the time to whip out the camera, take a photo. If you want to do that, organize a brunch yeah. for a couple of weeks away or something like that. But I think like they are a time to kind of like reconnect and remember. Mm-hmm. Not so much a time to like go live on your socials. Yeah, and no posting a lot no i think it's a it's a quieter day yeah um agreed i think it's um i would say if you want to do something on your social media you could post a picture of you with your person um yeah or a memory a photo of them that is um a nice photo of them and say something yeah you don't need to do a photo of you at the funeral that's just yeah, it's it's very poor, very poor etiquette. Yes, not yeah. not the vibe. Um, weird on um the website that I've been looking on. Um, they also talked about live stream etiquette. So if oh. you can't attend in person, um, yeah, I just wanted to touch base on this. Um, I have been to a live streamed funeral. Oh, okay. yeah, during COVID. And was it what you thought it would be? Like, was there anything different or? No, it was pretty run in the middle. Like, okay. obviously, the people, like, it was a very small, I think you could have either 10 or 20 guests. Like, it was mm-hmm. very minimal. Like, a very small attendance. Yeah. Um, and so, but I was literally like a camera set up at the back. We watched on that. Like, the only kind of like difference was it did feel a little bit disconnected mm-hmm. because, like, obviously, I wasn't there. Yeah. Um, but, like, otherwise, like, it all ran the same way. Okay. Like, yeah. So, um, obviously, the last couple of years, some people may have done this more than others. Um, so, you're not able to be there, but you can actually watch it. So, um, just be mindful if you happen to be at the wedding. Oh, wedding, sorry. Funeral. funeral sorry. The last <laughs> live stream thing I was at was a wedding. At the funeral that was live, <laughs> being live streamed. Just be mindful that other people are going to be watching. And that doesn't mean that you shouldn't show that you're upset or anything. Just be mindful of where the camera is and... Um, maybe be mindful that if you're having a conversation near that camera that other people will be able to hear what you're saying, yeah. etc. So um, that's just a little sidebar to um, yeah. the attending. And, like, one thing as well, like, with the live stream, like, I don't have, like, any notes on this. Like, I only thought of it when you brought it up. Yeah. Was, um, like, I still made sure, like, I wasn't, like, Usually if I'm watching something on my phone, like on my laptop, I'm like sitting and scrolling at the same time. Oh, yeah. Like I made sure like, even though I wasn't in the room, nobody could see what I was doing. It was mm-hmm. still like just out of respect for the person who had passed, like yes, to just put that away, be present, listen to all the eulogies and everything and just like use that time to remember the person, I think. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Just, I think like most of our um, episodes, just the respect that is deserved. Yeah. 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 Put your phone away. We've said it before. Yeah. You know exactly. how we feel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry, I feel like I jumped over what you were saying before. I can't remember. That's okay. I apologize. <laughs> um, can I continue on with a little bit more about attending and live streaming, etc.? Yeah, I've um, gone through my little dot points that I yeah. wanted to, so, so all yours. Seating arrangements. Oh, yeah. So, obviously, uh, funerals can be held in many different places, and... Um, depending on the faith and depending on the venue, it may mean that you need to sit in certain spots. Yeah. So, um, 
what you need to do is make sure you're familiar with them but general rule is that immediate family is the first couple of rows so yeah. if you're not immediate family don't sit there um but also don't sit in the very back row like if you're the work couple if you're one of the first people to arrive or to be there make sure that yeah. you're sitting sort of mid section rather than the back back row um because towards the back is more like acquaintance and co-workers so if you're more of that vibe yes please sit towards the more of the back um but i guess the closer you you are to the person or um the circle of their of that person um the closer you sit to the front is basically a, a good rule of thumb so yeah, for example i agree with that if it's a close family member yes you're at the front if it's someone that you are more of an acquaintance with or you will show your respect to a co-worker you're more towards the back so yeah um i think that's not an easy one but it's more like you just need to make sure that you're seeing the correct corresponding <laughs> location in the venue yeah i agree with that i um once went to a funeral it was one of my old teachers she passed away yep. and it was so nice like i feel like the back three or four rows were just all students that she oh, had that's taught so sweet yeah and like students like i was out of school Mm-hmm. when like I wasn't even at the school when this happened and like so many of us like came back and just like yeah that was really nice oh, nice touch it's very nice touch yeah um do you have any other points no as I said I've gone through okay my kind of big things um I want to ask about sending flowers oh, okay so um depending on faith depends on what you send or what you gift um, or acknowledge. So I would just be mindful of that first off. Secondly, yeah. um, flowers are the traditional. So if you have lost, flowers are sent, and that is a traditional thing. Um, yeah. And the flowers that you send are supposed to send a message. So if you want to send a certain flower, either, you know, um, acknowledging, you know, the person, if it's the person's favourite flowers, or maybe it's the flowers, favourite flowers of the person that, um, you know or is it more just about acknowledging um, the passing and you just send certain flowers so yeah. like depending yeah. on what you want to do you can actually ask your florist um, what best flowers to send and maybe what flowers are in the season and can do it that way yeah yeah um, I would say that um, just be mindful that if you're going to particular faiths sunflowers are not considered very uh, mindful so just maybe confirm with your florist yeah. they, they would know because that's part of their job um yeah. the other part yeah. that you may or may not have experienced is actually donations um generally to a charity or um instead of flowers because of maybe perhaps the way that they passed or something that was close to their heart or um yeah that's yeah. just what they wanted to do um with part of their funeral settings so um that way you might give donations to a charity so just be mindful that if you have been invited to a funeral that that's what they've asked for it's i have had a situation like this it's weird because you're doing it but you don't actually tell anybody that you're doing it like you don't write a sympathy card and then write at the bottom a donation has been made to such and such yeah, it's by just the way. it's yeah. in good faith that you've done it so um, just be mindful that some people may not want flowers and that's something that they would rather and um, it's best to do what they want it or what the family wants. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that's a good point. 
Um, and then I have a final do's and don'ts. Ooh, um, okay. To sort of... I do love a do's and don't. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to run through these, not super quick because some of them are really obvious, but just maybe not so much explanation. Um, yeah. Funerals, do's, do's and don'ts. Um, do turn off your mobile phone. Duh. Obvious. <laughs> do be punctual again. Obvious. Nothing more awkward than people who come to funerals. Like. Yeah. Do not arrive late or leave early. Ugh, just don't. Do take children, any children under your care outside if they're not content to keep disruption of the service to a minimum. Okay, yep. I like that, yep. Um, if you're required to drive in the funeral procession, do turn your car headlights on, follow the speed of the lead cars, and do not overtake any of the cars in the procession. It is not a race to get to the, generally it's um, from the, um, where the service is to the burial yeah, site. To the, yeah. um, um, or it might be to reception, depending on what's happening there. What's happening, um, yeah. But, yeah, your headlights should be on so people know that you're part of the procession. We're not racing there, so just be behind the person in front of you. Um, the speed will be slow. People yeah. understand around you. Like, if you're another car and you see this, if you see the headlights are on, you can then be like, oh, they're part of the procession. I shouldn't turn in front of them and then be part of this yeah. procession. Um, yeah. If you're close to the family, do keep in touch with them the weeks and months after the funeral, particularly on key dates, um, such yeah. as birthday, Mother's Father's Day, anniversary of death, etc. This one is very important. Do research before you attend. If you're not familiar with the customs and traditions of the family's culture or religion, Remember that different communities may have different expectations around funeral etiquette. That is on you. You need to make sure you do that. Yeah, for sure. Do share memories that you have of the deceased. If they did or said something that meant a lot, meant a lot to you, tell the immediate family, either verbally in a card or letter. If you have photos of the deceased, copy them and share them with the family as well. I quite Yeah, like that's that. a nice touch. Unless you are an immediate family family member do not post anything on social media unless it is a response to something that immediate family member has posted so you can comment on someone else's but it's not right for you to make a post um do use your discretion when it comes to taking photos at a funeral i disagree with that one you yeah should not i don't photos like that at a funeral. No. and no. that's it so that's a do's and don'ts summary but um i just want to make sure that last one i want to disagree with <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for sure. I feel like we could have just done that at the start and that'd be the episode. Well, you know, we like to, <laughs> we like to elaborate on things. <laughs> we like to get our word count up. Yeah. So hopefully <laughs> that helps you with um, the an etiquette of a funeral. I would say the main points is do your research um, to make sure that you are doing the right thing for that person's yeah. um, culture and, or faith and also abide by the wishes of the family or the, the deceased was probably the main yeah. things that i would that's 100 percent like the first thing yeah like that's that's if you don't do anything else that is what you do yeah cool well that's it i mean thanks for not, listening everyone hopefully that down. help will come in next week with hopefully a bit of a lighter topic <laughs> well, um I, I, we'll see we'll, we'll make it a promise next week will be light yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever it um, is but yeah, otherwise, enjoy the rest of your week. Thank you for listening. Tell someone about us and have a great day. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.